Okay, good evening everybody. It is 6.02. We will call the February 1st meeting for City of Angels to order it. And let's do roll call, Rose, please. Mayor Brolio. Present. Vice Mayor Herndon. Present. Council Member Tuscornia. Present. Council Member Moncada. Present. Council Member Serrato. Present. Staff is present. Next to be number two, Pledge of Allegiance. And how about we pick on Gretel? to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Two. Next, we move on to number three. Uh, we will report out a closed sec section on A and B. Direction was given to staff. Next, we move on to item number four, approval of the agenda. Look for a motion. I'll approve. make the motion. I'll second. First and a second. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Anybody opposed, same sign. Five, oh. Next is number five, public comment. The public may address the council on any item of public interest, not otherwise on the agenda that is within the jurisdiction of the city. No action may be taken. Matters to be addressed or referred to city staff are placed on a subsequent meeting agenda. Speakers are limited to five minutes per person. Is there any member of the public that would like to make a comment? Going once, going twice. Closing public comment. Move on to number six, consent agenda. Is there any member of staff, council, or public that wants I need to, to pull, pull an item? That wants to pull an item? Uh-huh. Item D. Rose is going to pull D. And I would like to pull item F, please. And Jen is F. Okay. Anybody in public want to pull any item? Okay. I would look for a motion to approve, or I will make a motion, let's do it this way, to approve A, B, C, E, G, H, and I. I'll second that motion. Okay. All in favor, say aye. 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 Anybody opposed, same sign? 5-0 on those, Rose. Okay. And I will go with item D next, Rose, because you were the person who wanted to speak up. So I heard back from Integrated Waste with Calaveras County. It's not a letter that we need to do to be included in on the SB 1383. Okay. Um, it looks like we may need to do an ordinance update. Um, they said that they would keep me posted, so we're just going to completely eliminate it. I'm not bringing it back. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So we're just going to scratch D then, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> Jen, your item. Okay, F. so F, which is the bounce house um, item. I called and talked to staff today. I had a conversation with Amy. And my overall concern is just the um, monitoring of this. Um, the, the idea that, um, that we don't really have any staff to, I don't want to say police it, because I don't want to talk about our police officers, but uh, policing of who's having the bounce houses down there and who's, who's doing it without a, a permit or an application on, on staff. So I think probably what Amy and I talked about is maybe the need for signage. I don't know if we have any signage down there, but something that would say like bounce houses mandatory to have an application in our phone number or something. I'm not, I don't know, I don't want to word it, but definitely 
something that's going to have some signage and restrictions for those that are not going to follow the process. Because once they see one bounce house go up with the first permit, there's going to be others, and we just don't have the staff to monitor it. So that's what I wanted to bring up in conversation. I have a comment on that. Is there still that little signboard down there? Or did that get know. taken down? I don't know. If there's that signboard there, we could just post it. It's just <coughs> open and closes, and you can just put, we could post something in there if that's, what, if that's all it needs to be done. We currently do not. We, we don't, currently we do don't not, allow them at the all. Liability. No, yeah, so people will come in and requesting to rent the park, and then um, they'll ask about a bounce house. So staff's response is, we can't tell you yes or no, and they leave it at that. So because we don't have anything in place, and it was discussed prior, so then I reached out to risk management, and we have provided the Oakdale application to risk when I reached out to them. They said that is our format. We created that. So I was like, then let's do it. We need to put something in place. We need to um, have some sort of coverage for the liability. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I think more information is needed at least before yes. you go forward okay. with that. And, and the maybe postings even are good not idea. allow them. Well, there was one there on Saturday. There was a little short bus that <coughs> was an inflatable bounce house. So, yeah, we should put something into place, but it sounds like we need more information mm -hmm. before yeah. doing that. I agree. Or signage or whatever mm -hmm. that Yeah. Especially after that. Because they're, they're just a huge liability, whether they're the rentals or the ones. Pete, you can buy them now and... So we want a table F for right now then. Yeah. With more okay. information. I definitely think it's a good idea to have something, but yeah, I agree. Mr. Mayor, just so staff has clarification. Yes. The additional information you're looking for from staff is on the signage is all we're after, correct? Because if we are or is everybody in favor and, and this is a good question, thank you. Are we all in favor of doing there's a fee? And so is everybody in favor of that because of risk is telling us and we have the application ready to go. Do we have, I mean, if somebody falls off of the bounce house at the park and comes after us, do we have insurance to cover that? Well, I think we're requiring that they have with their this. own insurance with this application. Like but it's the people that aren't going to do this mm -hmm. and going right. to just throw one up down there. And I think signage needs to protect us that you have to do this. And if you don't, then that's on Is you. Is there anything else we would want on that signage before we start putting up a bunch of signs? I just yeah. Think I think that I don't we need to have a bigger conversation. I think you're right. We should consider right. what goes on the sign. Is that our um, so your direction to staff is to come back to you with what we would put on a sign. Yeah, yeah. what we would need to put on what we would need to put on the sign and if there anything else that we need to highlight when you use the park that would also need to be on a sign so we don't end up having like to no do multiple signs or no camping yeah you know. no camping. I'm not sure <laughs> well that's already been well, there's no overnight because that's already ordinance at sundown there's right yeah so we did that ordinance to relative to the bounce house I think we definitely need to have some signage that tells mm -hmm. them that they need to have an application. No, <laughs> no bounce houses without application. Whatever you you bring back to us. Okay. So I, I think everything else is going to need to be resolved with the, the park itself, like what goes on down there and what we need to do outside of this. So your direction to staff is to come back to you with the wording on the signage before we proceed. That's what I'm understanding. Yes. Okay. And everybody. And a permit. Yeah. Permit. And and I think uh, I'm going to volunteer to well, do some work. anyway. I think I think we need. Yeah, and, well, and here's the 
the permit She's application is already that. here. That's already. Yeah, we, we've got those. We're going to adopt right. that one, but yeah. No, we're not adopting it because we're tabling. We're pushing mm -hmm. this. No, right. I know, but that permit. Oh, I'm right. Do we want to adopt this tonight, though? Because there's already a permit application no, no. here. No, let's just okay. table the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Bring it back next time. <laughs> I would suggest we. <laughs> Clear as mud, Amy. I, uh, this needs to be beefed up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there we go. We will table F until further information. So that is it. Let me kiss it. All right, next we move on to uh, item seven, regular agenda. Item seven A, which is the same. Uh, Mr. Mayor, council members, I'm actually going to give you a short presentation which will cover the first three ordinances because they are all intertwined and they all have to do with Greenhorn Creek. So, if you'll bear with me on that. Since these all have to do with one another, and you're going to give this at one time. You have to, to do legal, each one individually. We have to do it. Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I, I did we try. Tried. <laughs> she tried. She tried. The talking head said no. <laughs> okay. Um, so, basically, uh, this is Greenhorn Creek. And as you can see, uh, in the corner, there's this teeny tiny little bit of green uh, in the lower right-hand corner. That's basically one zoning district that is in our zoning code. Um, I should say that's on our zoning map. It is not in our zoning code. In other words, we have a zoning district, but nothing that says what the zoning district is. Similarly, here is where all the red shows you where all the commercial zoning districts are in Greenhorn Creek. They currently assign three separate zoning districts to those areas in Greenhorn Creek, and they do not define most of them. So what we're proposing is to basically take the first three items, actually the first five items are the very first code change that we're proposing tonight. We have on the map the C Central Commercial District that's on the map, but it's not defined in the code. We have commercial plan development. It's in the code, but there's nothing that's zoned that way. CHPD, we don't even know what that is. It's in our code, but it's not on the map either. So we are basically proposing to take all of those and call them commercial Greenhorn Creek. And how many parcels will that apply to? It will basically apply to the area around camps because everything else has been developed. OSGPD, Open Space Golf Plan Development. It's on the map and it's in the code. Yay! <laughs> um, and SRPD, Support Recreation. That was that little piece in the corner I showed you. It's on the map, but it's not defined. So we're proposing to take OSGPD, SRPD, and just call it Greenhorn Creek Golf Course because it has nothing to do with open space, that designation. It has everything to do with the golf course and support facilities for the golf course. So we're proposing to make that one district open space golf. S, um, OSPD, open space plan development. They do have that on certain areas in the Greenhorn Creek subdivision, uh, wildlife areas. And it's not all the wildlife corridors there. It is just in the areas that are off sort of around the fringes 
What's important is the city does not have an open space designation. So recently when we did Tractor Supply Company, they needed to have an area that they set aside and didn't develop around an oak tree and a creek. They had to go and survey those boundaries, prepare a deed, and record it because we didn't have any other tool we could offer them like an open space zoning district, which we could have simply applied without them having to go to that trouble. Would they have had to have used that? No. But it would be nice to have an open space zoning district should anybody want the quote unquote easy way to handle avoiding a certain area, especially around creeks and in flood zones. Lastly, public services plan development. Um, that's one of those fun ones that's in our zoning code, but they haven't used it at all in Greenhorn Creek. We do, however, have a separate public services zone that we use, but we need to expand ours according to our general plan and for practical purposes to include public and quasi-public uses because it probably won't surprise many of you, but schools, special districts, city doesn't actually get to govern them. They are their own lead agencies for environmental and everything, and we want to make it very clear that those things are zoned public or pub quasi-public in the city. When we have done our housing elements in the past, we've had 30, 40 parcels zoned R2 that were the school district, that were special districts, that, were, that we simply uh, would never be uh, developing. So to summarize, first ordinance is Ordinance 517, which would create the Greenhorn Creek Commercial and the Greenhorn Creek Golf Zoning Districts, and it would take care of five zoning districts in two. Ordinance 518 would create an open space district that we could use citywide, not just in Greenhorn Creek. And Ordinance 519 would take all those various public zoning districts that exist in the code, put them all in one place, and recognize the quasi-public uses also. That's pretty much all there is to it. And I'd be happy to answer any questions. Council, got any questions at the moment? So I have a question. Yes. Um, all three of these were taken to the Planning Commission on January 13th? Yes, they were. And, of course, all of the parcels that are affected were notified? No, they won't be notified until no, we do a zoning district first. so we can okay. show them what it is we're proposing. Okay. I will say that this one was highly clerical in nature yeah. in that we only added a few things to the zoning district. We did not remove anything oh. from any of these zoning districts. But still, yeah, there may be a change. That it is a change, and yeah. they'll have to review them and go and through find the process. Out it, yeah. And if they still want changes, we can still do those. Great. Thank but you. this is our starting point. And I think I ask that question every single time you bring something. <laughs> and now I know. You usually after the first reading. The first you usually reading, ask me how many, and this time I had the answer. Okay, how <laughs> many? How many is it? It was, it was just one in one case, and it's just the two guy. in one case, and it's just two in another case. Right. Very, very few. <laughs> Thank you. And this is to introduce, um, hold a public hearing, and set February fifteenth for a second reading 14th. to consider adoption. No, 15. 15. Oh, 15. That's right. It's wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Any other council have any questions? Okay. So at this moment, I will open the public hearing.
Is there any public that has any questions of staff? Council, anybody? Okay, seeing no public comment, I will now close the public hearing on A. And there's nothing to vote on. This is just introduce and waive the first reading. Mm -hmm. So now we move on to B. Mr. Mayor, council members, this is for that second section. Which is ordinance 518 to create the open space it's district. Open and again, it is just a first reading. Okay. I will now open the public hearing. Is there any public that would like to make any comments or questions? Hearing none, seeing none, I will close the public hearing on item B, which is just to waive the first reading. Like that. Item C. Amy, come on back up for two seconds. <laughs> and this is Ordinance 519 to create the public and quasi-public district. I'd be happy to answer any questions. Council? Hearing none, seeing none, I will open up the public hearing. Any members of the public? Hearing none, seeing none, I will close the public hearing, and that is just a waived first reading. Okay, next we move on to item D. Amy, you're already back up there. Mr. Mayor, council members, <laughs> this one has absolutely nothing to do with Greenhorn Creek. <laughs> it has everything to do with the fact that we have a mining combining district for the City of Angels. Obviously, a large-scale mining operation within the city limits would probably not be terribly... Um, conducive to residential and commercial uses that it would be located next to. So in our general plan, we recommended not having a mineral resource combining district and instead making it just resources management. Um, maybe there's a resource other than minerals we might want to preserve at some point. Um, and state law requires you to have something like it. So it's, it's sort of a clerical thing again, but we didn't want to advertise that, hey, mining combining districts, um, when in fact we're not encouraging mining in the city. Be happy to answer any questions. How many does this affect? None. Zero. <laughs> Look at that. So far. Any council questions? Okay. I will open the public hearing. Any member of the public have any comments or questions? Hearing none, hearing, seeing none, I will close public hearing. And that is a wave of first reading also to the 15th. Amy, you are back up for item E, request to the city council direction for installing banners across Main Street for special events, programs, and agencies. Amy Augustine, planning director. Okay, Mr. Mayor and council members, this is probably the most difficult of all the ones that we've brought to you tonight. Um, in November, not December, that's a correction in my staff report. We were grounded, at least our bucket truck was grounded based on our annual inspection. Mm -hmm. It'll probably cost approximately at least $10,000 to repair it and perhaps more. We have not been able to nail that down because of the supply chain. They have been unable to A, locate parts, B, find out how much they may cost us. So we're still waiting for that. So staff, knowing that we have frog jump coming, um, Christmas ultimately, we need to have a backup plan and we're recommending to council that you go ahead and hire Gold Electric at a cost not to exceed $4,860. That is worst case, 
that is for all banners um, we actually expect the cost to be much less than that um, and the amount that we mentioned that it would cost the general fund if you will um, is slightly overstated because I was informed today by Dave Porovich our public works um, department head that in fact they only need two people not three people when they put up banners they only need three people when they also put up decorations because then you need somebody to hand everything up um, whereas with a banner guy goes up in the truck they have two people flagging um, there are some other options if you want to consider them and direct staff to look at reevaluating the cost of installing removing banners but without having somebody to do it we we simply would not be able to keep putting up banners for people or decorations for holidays so we have provided you with five alternatives and I'd be happy to answer any questions council questions for Amy feel free to I have a question um, do we actually charge to hang up banners for people? Or we have a fee. We have traditionally waived it okay, for DAC based on the idea that they're doing economic development, so it would be an offset. What is the fee? It is $496.11. And that's it. Per banner? Per banner. Um, it has to go up, it has to go down, and it takes four people. Three, but two, four people. Realistically, we haven't charged anybody that. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Other than uh, other than DAC, okay. other than the DAC, we do charge people that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will. Any other questions for staff or anything? I will open. I don't have to do this. Lori's coming. <laughs> She's jumping. I'm opening up for public comment at this moment. Come on up, Lori. A couple of things as you know the clotheslines and the banner is part of our city's tradition and our county's tradition um, so I heard um, Ms. Augustine say that they were going to waive DAC um, we don't really even know who owns the clotheslines. I just know I store them. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they're kind of a joint thing sometimes. I don't know. So I guess first, my first request is that those fees be waived because that would be $1,500 for the fairgrounds. And it's something that, you know, the clotheslines and the banner, that's something that you guys put on all your marketing. You know the clothesline is um, the miners wash is something really important to the city and I don't think you want it to go away but fifteen hundred dollars that's that's a lot for us um, and then the other question I have is what are the rules as far as somebody being able to hang a banner because oh I've got the Whiskerino banner too forgot about that one <laughs> what is the rules for someone to be able to hang a banner I mean you know can the BMX races can Celtic Fair can you know um, I thought and it could be just you know oral history that it had to be a nonprofit I don't I don't know that that's true so it's a question I get from a lot of events that come into town especially if they have visited you know during frog jump or during bear valley music festival or something then they see the banners so those are my questions 
I think we do have promoters who would be more than willing to pay $500. They would just put it in their marketing budget. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, those are the questions I have. And um, just so you know, I have been trying to research the costs of the parade and I can't really get an answer from Caltrans yet. So we'll see. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Okay. Um, so I have one question for Amy, I guess. And it doesn't have to be today or tomorrow or whatever, but um, and me and you kind of talked earlier today. I would love to look into some talking, open a, open a conversation with Caltrans to see about some different type of alternative to hang a banner. Um, I mean, because I don't know, there's just got to be some better way to hang some banner and hang some signage. I know it has to be Caltrans approved right away because we are in the, you know, um, there's some safety issues and different things. Um, but just a bucket truck and it's just kind of a pain to hang a banner. But it is part of who we are and the whole nine yards through down and the Christmas swags, you know, that are all lit up look wonderful and the clothesline look great and the fair brings people to town and spends money here. So there's a whole mess of stuff that comes with it too. But that's, I would just love to look into an alternative way of hanging it without a bucket truck if Caltrans would even entertain an idea. They may shut it down in a heartbeat. I don't know. A pulley system. I, I have no idea what would be out there. It, it, it is doable. We would need authorization for funding to get the engineering done to okay. do that. So that's basically what that would take. Okay. Or get out of Caltrans right away, right? Or get out of Caltrans right away. And get on um, the but we've, we've talked about that before, yeah. being able to do a pulley system like from a window or something right. where right. you wouldn't have to do service. that. They could just go on the balcony. Right. Until yeah. some six so if cells if you're on buildings, that, I mean, yeah. you're out of right of way, right? Nope. You're no, still going over, over the right of way. You're still going over the top of the right of way. You're still going to have to get an encouragement permit from Caltrans. Yeah. And by the way, we usually charge for one when you go out there. It's $500 for when we go out there. Um, have we really charged you for the two close ones? I got a bill. I got a bill. And, and, you know, but it was the banner, the parade, the whole. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. When we put stuff up and the truck goes out, it is one fee. Right. We, we don't charge three. And as far as Caltrans is concerned, yes, Bear Valley, Celtic Fair, all that stuff, they can go up. Caltrans draws the line at promotions. You can't have Coca-Cola mm -hmm. and corporate sponsors shown on any of the banners going over there. So in general, they're usually nonprofits. Right. Um, but in terms of a BMX thing, yeah, you could advertise an event. But generally, they want to have their sponsors on those banners, and Caltrans won't allow those. So that would just have to be part of the application process of them. It is. And then if you actually got the banner and it has Pepsi on it, you say, then we can't hang this banner. We have to have it approved by Caltrans the before Caltrans. we oh, okay. can get it so authorized to go okay. up. Yeah, we actually have to tell and them. And then we can it. have multiple banners up at any given time, correct? Like one at the end and one at the beginning of Main Street? We have one that can authorize a banner, and then the other two we've traditionally used for close. I don't believe we've had two banners up at the same time because I'll have to double check. I don't think Caltrans I think is we have had two banners at the same time. I remember seeing Oysters and Oinkers and Bear Valley Music Festival um, only because I used to put in the permit for Bear Valley Music Festival. Within the last three years? No. Okay. Because the, those events haven't happened last They changed it recently. Right. They basically the told us that only uh, one of ours okay. was only one of ours was engineered correctly to be able okay. to put the banner across that the other two decorations well okay 
um, and they actually even wanted us to re-engineer those. But yeah, I mean, you also get into um, like calendar issues of booking all these nonprofits and all the for-profits in a calendar year when you do have multiple events going on at different times in the county. And we do that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and mm -hmm. it takes quite a it's it's sure. quite a juggling act, and um, yeah, usually one goes up, one goes down. Okay. COVID's made it a little easier, <laughs> but right. we still take reservations and we renew them each year. I have so, one question, um, please. Sorry, please. Does Caltrans charge us each time that we get a permit from them? Caltrans does not charge the city; they will charge somebody other than the city. Um, so Lori brought up a really good point about uh, events being promoted in nonprofit versus mm -hmm. for-profit. Mm -hmm. So I would like to see us do some type of fee, different fee for nonprofit versus for-profit. Is that possible? I, I will tell you that the fee we set is based upon the cost of four of our staff members putting it up and taking it down. So that is exactly what that fee is. Okay. Um, if we want a portion of the general plan to cover that cost, we can certainly. Well, I mean, I'm um, thinking maybe then we start with 500 as the nonprofit and then move up for for-profit. Or even you can cost. do 400 for nonprofit and 600 for-profit so that yeah. they get, it gets covered, but yeah. I don't think we should go under yeah. what yeah. it's going to already cost us. Okay, so if you're putting up decorations, it takes four, one in the truck, one to hand them the decorations, and oh, two to two flag. Right. Mm -hmm. And then so when it's just a banner, it takes three, one on the truck, and then the two. So. And then there are times where we could wave for Miss Lori. If we wanted to wave it, then you're out the $500 too. So there's a, the, the banner hanging thing is it's a lot. It's a lot. It's big. It, um, it, it is quite the operation. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't if, want if to a nonprofit has a, a potential event coming up yes. and they put in a consideration for us to discount or waive or do something are those like administrative use permits are those something like that, that we, we would have to come to you it's you would bring it to us yeah I would have and to come how to often you. does that happen uh, it got taken care of in the budget last time and we have not had a formal request from somebody else to do okay. that um, when it went to 500 let's just round it off FFA for example yeah. they're just hanging it on their own mm -hmm. fence uh, so the they didn't school. come and ask for a, c a concession to be nope. made and they just uh, they said just that's are, it forget okay. it we're just going to hang it on our fence all right thank you okay yeah. any more public <coughs> comment just me again come on again <laughs> you got time left in five yeah. minutes <laughs> so um till about probably three years ago i did all my own permitting and i just got something from the city saying it was okay then they offered Right. which was awesome except for the parade permit I still have to do all of that but they offered to do it for us um, so if that's part of the equation that we go back to doing all the paperwork ourselves to get the fees waived mm -hmm. you know we're open to doing that yeah. okay. okay we can talk with Amy but I don't know Caltrans has changed a bunch of stuff too so um, with like flagging and all sorts of I, I know we used to be, so they were kind of laxed on, or I, I don't remember, I don't remember. They've gotten extremely strict, yeah. and, they've, and they've just recently gotten stricter. Okay. Mm -hmm. as With a new general tell you. encroachment <laughs> um, person. Basically, Caltrans, um, the deal they worked out with us was we were having to go to them for each and every one of the 18 separate banners, and we begged and pleaded, please let us get one. Um, in exchange for that, they don't want people using our banner string, individually and going them to them for individual permits mm -hmm. yeah. so 
um, as much as we would love <laughs> to put you through working with Caltrans, they want us to stick with our one encroachment permit annually for all the banners through the city. Any other public comment at the moment? All right, I will close public comment and we will come on back and we have to decide on something. Well, I think the recommendation to go with option one for right now to yep. get Gold Electric to be able to get those up and down, I think that we need to, I think that's a good place to start. You want to make a motion? Sure, I'll make a motion. I'll second that motion. Okay, all in favor say aye. 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 Anybody opposed? Same sign. Okay. Option one, Rose. I vote. And then we were asked to look at, to direct staff to pursue options two through four, possibly. So I don't know. Yeah. And then Rose, I saw, was jotting notes as we were kind of talking over there. So I think she's got some stuff wrote down for us to check into on. So it sounds like we'll circle back to this. Yep. 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 Okay. You good, Rose? Yeah. Thank you. Uh -huh. Item F, consideration for approval of employment agreement with Rebecca Callan for the city administrator, city attorney. So as y'all know, um, Melissa Eads resigned from employment um, first week of December, December 7th, and um, left the city without an administrator. So we had Nubia Goldstein appointed as our interim. Um, and Rose initiated a recruitment and um, looking for the best qualified candidates we could find and you did that on three or four platforms, correct? Four platforms, total of 26 applicants. Right, and out of those 26, we selected, I think you offered interviews to five? Correct. Top five. Mm -hmm. um, and not all of them were available to interview? Correct. Correct. So we, uh, the city's conducted the interviews and um, has determined that um, Rebecca Callum was the, certainly the most qualified candidate and um, she's an Angels Camp resident mm -hmm. and Bachelor of Science degree in business admin um, and lots and lots of years, if you're like me, it's more than you would care to admit at this point, <laughs> in the public sector, right? And. Um, Roles, dual roles uh, currently as the Director of Administrative Services, Chief Financial Officer, and Accountant for Calabas County Water District, um, where she's been responsible for planning, organizing, managing, developing, and implementing the district's long range and annual budget, and serving as a project lead in planning and implementation of the district's financial system. So that's um, right there, very well tailored, as Rose will attest to what we all are needing in the city here. So very well qualified. Um, her resume is um, long and impressive. And I think council has made the decision that uh, she's the best candidate for the job. Yep. And has been presented with an employment agreement for consideration. Okay. And can we, is there a start date? February, February 7th. February 7th? Okay. Yeah, That's so February 7th. Yep. Okay. So. See you in a week. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. So next I will open up public comment. Uh, so I just wanted to thank the council for um, your, uh, you know, 
appointment once you vote. Um, I'm honored. Uh, I'm really happy to be able to step into this role for the City of Angels. Um, this is where we raised our kids. This is where um, my husband and my mother-in-law and, and I kind of all grew up. Um, that's why we moved back here. So I'm, I'm just thrilled and I am really excited to start on Monday and get cracking. Thank you. And the best part is a short commute. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll tell you what. I might walk to work. <laughs> so I guess the last step then would be to consider a motion. Right? I've got one more public comment. <clears throat> oh, so, sorry, Rose. Sorry. Uh, a letter from DAC. It says, Dear Mayor and Council Members, the Board of Directors of Destination Angels Camp extends their support of Rebecca Kellen and encourages your vote to approve her for the City Administrator position. Ms. Kellen brings a unique background in this leadership position, having worked in local government, worked in as, as an elected official, and worked in the private sector. Her professional education and extensive work experience in finance contracting, technology, customer service, and personnel will help to continue guide the city in a positive forward direction. She has the leadership skill set to get the job done. Ms. Callan has deep roots in the community and has a vested interest in the sustainability of our community. She understands our values and traditions and has the ability to facilitate change for sustainability of our city, sorry. The board of our executive directors look forward to working with Ms. Kellen as we continue our public-private partnership for economic development for the betterment of our community. Sincerely, Tim Oski, Chair. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Very nice. Any more public comment? You got no, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> so we will close public comment and now we'll look for a motion to approve. I'll second. First and a second. All in favor, say aye. 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 Anybody approve in the same sign? 5-0. Congratulations. Now we'll clap for it. Next is number eight, council reports. I will start with Gretel. Um, just went to an AFA board meeting on um, Wednesday. We are coming up with a spring drive through dinner and a that we are working on we're hoping to have done by late April um, just to get some money in the funds so we can pull up things like farmers market and such um, went to a DAC meeting on Thursday and um, what else did I do I think that's it downtown angels is doing their Thursday night event again so. We went to the mixer. Did you say that already? Oh, no, you can now. Okay. <laughs> I was pouring wine, so it doesn't count. All right, we'll go with Jen next. Um, on Wednesday the 19th, I attended the Friends of Fair meeting. We uh, talked a lot about fair, fair preparation and new officers and membership. The events coming up are the Irish Day Parade, which will promote the fair at in the in the parade as well as whiskerino coming up on april 30th um monday the 24th was lafco with isabel we reappointed um our public member which was anita pock and an alternate ralph copeland we talked about eight different service districts 
um, in the area for roads and the need for them to be compliant with their roads because they're not and how to enforce that or, or use your, your LAFCO legislation to do so. There's going to be some workshops coming up on those types of items. Tuesday the 25th was UWPA with Alvin and we talked about officers and committee members and new employee uh, of all people, Ryan Harryford mm -hmm. from the Harryford family is part of the UWPA family now. Um, lots of presentations about ways to preserve the um, flume, the wooden flume, and some options on the different um, kind of unproven sources or new new sources, ways to do that, and grants, and then the December storm um, effects on the flume in the system, which was really interesting. And then somewhere in there, I also attended that um, that mixer at the library. Was that like on Wednesday? It was or Wednesday. Somewhere, yeah. The library mixer for AFPA. And that's it for me. It's Carolyn. Uh, I only had one meeting this last time, which was nice. Uh, for the Central Sierra Economic Development District, I attended, it was an, an add on meeting because there were a couple of agenda items that we needed more time to um, research. Um, the two biggies were um, the selection of North State Planning and Development Collective to engage in um, contract services to assist in preparing a comprehensive economic development strategy. And the other was um, they approved the uh, Central Sierra Economic Development District. E um, uh, they approved a district organization of an EDA designated economic development district to apply for community economic resilience funds. And this is on behalf of seven counties, which there's only really five in this, but we, we have to take in two more in order to um, go ahead and go after some of these grant funds. So that was took a lot of time and a lot of um, reading, but it was well worth it. Isabel. Okay, um, what I failed to mention at the last meeting is on January 8th, I attended the Greenhorn Walk with Rebecca Nealon, um, which is where we went over sort of all that they're lighting and landscape district is going to cover and I thought it was really interesting. I also would highly recommend that if you can, she said she's going to do more. Mm -hmm. So if you can yeah. attend that too, go yeah. ahead and attend that. Um, let's see, on the 24th, LAFCO, Jen covered that. The exciting part is that Anita Pack is the president for California LAFCO wow. and she is our public member. Um, let's see, on the, oh, on the 20th, I was downtown at the third Thursday and I did a workshop at Calaveras Wood Company um, and then also there's line dancing going on at Miner's Lounge on Thursday nights which is a lot of fun um, and then the mixer last week last Wednesday and I got to pay my overdue library card <laughs> 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 um, and then we have POG tomorrow yes we do Rose you got anything no okay okay to put you on the spot um I attended UWPA and Jen hit most of that. Um, the vegetation management is going to be very interesting. Um, Joel's going after some grant money um, that could really clean it up and, and do some stuff. And even the fire retardant, there's a company that came and gave a, gave a demonstration on, I don't know, they gave, them some, like they gave them a hunk of the old flume and they burned it for an hour. One was kind of nothing left, the other one. So either way, it, it's pretty interesting stuff. I don't know if it's cost effective for us. They're going to actually work us up a quote. Um, and then we also are doing the dam infrastructure, which is part of our FERC relicensing to make sure the dams don't break and flood all down below stream. Um, what else? Oh, Destination Angels Camp. I went on their tour last Friday uh, morning, and they took me around town and showed me a lot of the businesses and things that are going on. Um, 
went to CPPA, which is our, where we get our power from, basically. Um, bad news there, and Rose included it in here somewhere, is we're going to get an increase of about $37,000 for a rough number um, to our power. Our power is going to go from basically roughly $0.09 cents a kilowatt to 11 a 20% increase. Um, we do have reserves. Lori's shaking her head over there, too. Um, yeah, we do have reserves, but we'd have to bill ourselves to put it back into reserves, and this is not a one-time fee. It's just going to go up. So um, we all voted not to dip into reserves, and we're just going to have to go up with a 20% increase. So that was the big thing out of that meeting. That's something we'll have to budget for on that one. And that's all I have at the moment. I failed to mention that I did my tour on Friday also with Jack Friday afternoon. Okay. Any other council members before I move on to number nine? And Rose, you'll email us calendar like normal, sure. I guess. So we'll move on to number 10, correspondence. And that was in our packet. Number 11 is adjournment. I'll make the motion. I'll second. All in favor, say aye. 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 Anybody opposed, same side? 5-0. Thank you.